Hello, and welcome to my podcast. This is episode 16 of The Way Up, Healing Wounds from Church Hurt. My name is Doug Vasey, and I'm an ordained minister and a graduate of a Christian seminary. My purpose in doing these podcasts is to help and bring hope to people who've been wounded and experienced trauma from within a religious or church setting, which can be referred to as church hurt. I've experienced this, and I know the experiences of many others. I will be sharing what has helped me in my healing journey. I have learned that the answer comes from an amazing God who offers love, joy, and peace beyond what we can imagine. And he can bring us complete healing. In the last episode, I discussed a common source of church hurt, and that is divorce. Divorce is often a very painful event for people who saw a relationship that they anticipated would be for their whole life instead come to a premature end. And this pain can extend throughout extended family members and children, if any, drastically changing their lives. These people then may turn to the church for help and comfort, but then be rejected by being judged and condemned. I noted that many churches approach the subject of divorce and also divorce and remarriage as if it were the unforgivable sin. But that is not what the Bible teaches, and it is not the intention of God. I discussed a couple of reasons of why people develop a view of condemnation toward divorce in the past episode. One was a misunderstanding of divorce. I learned in researching my thesis that many people just don't know what goes on when a relationship ends in divorce until it becomes real to them, either through a personal experience or that of someone close to them. I also discussed a problem with the misuse of Bible passages regarding divorce. They may have their view on a sentence that they know without understanding the context of what that verse or what the Bible says as a whole. One common statement is, God hates divorce, from Malachi 2.16, which they interpret to mean that if God hates divorce, then anyone who has been divorced is judged and condemned because of it. Now I want to expand on that this episode. I noted the context is that God hates divorce because of the pain and trauma that people experience when they go through the process. God says that for a person to divorce their spouse is to overwhelm them with cruelty. God understands the pain of divorce from seeing what happens to the people he has created and loved. 
his sons and daughters. But he also understands it personally. The Bible describes the relationship between God and the nation of Israel like that of a marriage. Then in Jeremiah chapter 3, he states that Israel has worshipped other gods on every hill and under every green tree. With the result stated in verse 8 that God divorced faithless Israel because of her adultery. However, the good news in this passage is that God provided a way for them to come back to him. In verse 12, he gives this message to the prophet Jeremiah to proclaim. O Israel, my faithless people, come home to me again, for I am merciful. I will not be angry with you forever. Only acknowledge your guilt and admit that you have rebelled against the Lord your God. So to everyone who has felt shamed and condemned because of being divorced, know that God is with you. God has been divorced from his chosen people because they rejected him. But then he showed mercy and implored them to come home to him. That is what he wants for you. You can be comforted and realize that when someone tells you that God hates divorce, you know that the reason is because he does not want his sons and daughters to suffer. Another action regarding divorce that leads to a lot of church hurt is the tendency to designate people as either guilty or innocent in divorce. This comes from people who have concluded that there are two biblical grounds for divorce. Adultery, from Jesus' statements in Matthew 5 and 19, and abandonment, from Paul's teaching in 1 Corinthians 7. So someone divorced for one of these two reasons is innocent, while everyone else is guilty. However, anyone who has been in a marriage knows it's not that simple. Both spouses make mistakes that could lead to big problems in the relationship. In my divorce, I was deemed innocent because my wife sought the divorce and handled all the legal proceedings in which I was not even in court but just received a document saying I was divorced. But I know that there was much that I could have and actually should have done differently. It's also not quite so simple in the Bible passages. In Matthew 19, where Jesus speaks the most about divorce, and in response to some questions... He tries to get the people to focus on God's original plan for marriage, which was that no one should split apart what God has joined together. 
when the people asked further as to why divorce was allowed, Jesus said it was a concession to your hard hearts, but it was not what God had originally intended. He even adds, in response to his disciples, that not everyone can accept this statement, only those whom God helps. Similarly, Paul writes an extended passage in 1 Corinthians 7 on marriage and includes the instructions to let them go regarding a spouse that insists on leaving. But he includes a guiding principle that God has called you to live in peace. So both of these passages that are often used for judgment include principles that indicate that there are things that are more important to God than a husband and wife staying legally married, living in peace with others, and avoiding harsh and possible deadly actions because of hard hearts. I believe the church as a whole should do everything possible to encourage marriages and families as God intended, but also realize that it will not happen by condemning those whose marriage has ended. Those people need to be offered the mercy that God gave to the unfaithful nation of Israel that he had divorced. They need comfort, encouragement, and the chance for forgiveness. I've been able to lead a number of divorce care classes that offer healing to people that are going through or have recently experienced divorce. Many have some heartbreaking stories of being rejected and their marriage split apart. But they begin to change when they realize they are still valuable and loved by God. That he does not hate them, but just the pain that they have been through. For anyone else suffering through the pain and trauma of divorce, and especially if church hurt has been added on, I want you to know that you are loved. God has not given up on you, and he wants to embrace you and overwhelm you with feelings of his amazing and unfathomable love. Just imagine that. Thank you for joining me on this podcast. I invite you to come back next time for the next episode of the way up.